OTB Sports Rugby. He was trying so hard. Every kick off the boot, it was like he had no timing in the world. It was They were just like dead ducks flying across the air. And... Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. A well-respected former inter-county uh, referee, uh, retired now but long-standing, of course, um, Morris Deegan joins us on the line. Good morning to you, Morris. Morning, Andrew. Morning. How are you keeping? Shane, how are things? Good in yourselves? Good, good man. Good to, good to have you on again. Were you ever involved in anything like this that, uh, that you can recall? Uh, nothing that I can recall of memory now to be honest with you now you know but like it has happened in previous games down the years like but uh, nothing I'd say to such a high profile as this game it's it's a ref's nightmare isn't it uh, you, you look at you'd feel you, you, you're, you'd have to feel sorry for the referee like at the end of the day the rule states it's the team's responsibility and the team being chemical crocs and look chemical crocs aren't in a are not in a nice position either like you know what I mean but it's the it's, it's Goods cross responsibility that they have 15 on, on the field but to be fair it's the referees and the linesmen and the Fort officials job to control that so it's it, it really is a very unfortunate situation both there, on the Glen both on chemical crooks both on the referees and team of officials for sure there's clearly a grey area even as you describe it there which is partly yeah. sort of the source of the confusion here there, there is like, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, there is. Look at this, this rule six four four that everyone is talking about. It's plain and black and white as, as to what what should happen when um, when this when this arises. But uh, as, this, as the saying goes, like probably the biggest problem is I'd say all week, all week is that for all, all people that the decision should have been probably made quicker. What is the substitutions process in in Gaelic football at the moment, Morris? And the fact that I've I've actually I've played Gaelic at club level, and I'm still asking this question speaks volumes. Like, you know, sometimes at club level you bring on the, the piece of paper, hand it to the referee, certainly at underage, and and that's the substitution made. And it's not like soccer where the the, the fourth official is standing there with the board and they're checking the boots, and the player comes off, and only then the, yeah. the other player comes off. What's the actual process in uh, in a game like like last weekend? Look, if we're going to go by last weekend's look with club, you know yourself, uh, as you said yourself, Adrian, you come in, you've only the referee to deal with, so obviously you bring the slip into the referee and he'll he'll take the slip and you'll you'll come on and the other player will go off. But in what I say last Sunday's situation, what would it, what would have happened was you'd have having like the referee wouldn't be involved at all. He'd only be told when the when the when the when the substitutes would be coming in and coming out, he would stop the game, and would generally would be would always be sorry a break and play. Um, what would happen then is the obviously the secretary of either club would give the the substitute slips to the fourth official. He would then let the linesman know, or he would let the referee know, and the referee would obviously hold up the game until until the process was was finished. Mm. But uh, there was so much going on. I'd say last Sunday uh, was in injury time. You had um, it was in injury time. You had there was only two pints in it. Uh, the lines were standing under forty five for the for the for the 
for the line, the, the fourth official, I'd say the two teams were coming at him left, right and centre to, to, to try one probably getting on to him about the time, the other one then trying to get in the subs and, uh, just, it was just very, uh, a very unfortunate situation. The, uh, one thing that's been mentioned is that Maliki O'Rourke obviously had spotted this and had said to the one of the officials, the linesman, said, listen, could we retake the 45? Which would have seen, a look, at hindsight is great and you get to spend four or five days thinking about it and think, well, that might have been a good thing to do. But at that time, was it just... Because it would seem like a very obvious thing to, to for them to have just acknowledged it at that time, retaken the 45 and let there be no sort of doubt about the outcome. At that time, is it just the mayhem that you described, Morris, that sort of kicks in and, you know, heads have sort of gone a little bit on all sides? Or what's your sense of how that didn't happen, I suppose? I, I think I think it's a little bit like that. Like, you know, it would have been hard to say, look, let's retake the 45 if the ball had a drop in, and if Conor lasted a score to go and turn around to him and uh, would Maliki have said <laughs> what he have said what he have said to the Fort Fish 45 I don't think so do you know that type of thing it, it was just very unfortunate but like the biggest problem was that uh, like the decision probably should have been made earlier on it and I'm, I'm sure everyone is in agreement with that you mean earlier as in the GA should have come out so, uh, sooner after the game? Probably, yeah. Probably should, yes. Someone should have come out and made a decision on it straight away, like, you know, so uh, that would be my opinion. I'm sure you're obviously, you're obviously the same opinion as myself. I think there was, there was, and John Fogarty is writing about it in the Examiner this morning, that there, he says here they were uh, uh, looking to avoid the... the uh, silence on it. We're lo- they were looking to avoid a precedent that they would fear, as he says here, uh, would rock the organisation that the uh, CCCC acted the way that they did last Monday, as in to not say anything publicly. Um, and as John points out, not that it was welcomed by everybody else, but that that was kind of the rationale behind it. Um, the, as you say, I, and as we discussed a little bit earlier on, there's obviously that grey area between it being Croke's responsibility, but the officials uh, also having to organise that. There's an opportunity here now to fix all this and to put it right. What's the? Yeah. What would you like to see happen? Well, well, like it, it's very, it's very easy. I'll just give you an example. I, I know I, I'm looking at a different sport altogether, but if you look at American football, okay. And they have 20 different players or whatever it is. You were supposed to have, uh, you're supposed to have, uh, whatever amount of players on the pitch. If you have one more or one less, it's a penalty against you straight away. Aren't I correct in saying that? That'd so, be, yeah, therefore, yeah, a flag on the field. Yeah, exactly. Like, do you know what I mean? So, do we go down that, that road? Uh, like you have to have the player off before you can start. If the player is still on the pitch, um, if the player is still on the pitch, do we create a penalty against the 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 offending team? Um, do we look at that sort of rationale? Uh, maybe so, uh, because it'll make more teams aware of the situation. Um, I think that might be a way to go and. I can guarantee if you do it after two or three matches, everyone will be aware of it and it won't happen again. 
that speaks to more eyeballs needed in some ways. Paul Ganey was on the show yet with us yesterday, and he was pointing out the fact that well, he was talking about rules and and, and things in, in Gaelic football that, that he'd like to see changed. He'd like to see more, you know, maybe the, the two referees scenario, which is probably doable at either county level, maybe not so much at club level, uh, resources wise. But you need more eyes. You know, it, it can't just be on one man or woman. Yeah, like, I think we spoke about this before. I think, uh, especially at, at, at club level, like. The, the problem is if you bring this in at inter-county level, you're probably going to have to follow it all the way through down to club level. And as you said earlier, Adrian, like the biggest problem is resources uh, with referees. There's not probably enough re- re- there's not probably enough referees at, at club level anyway. Uh, and maybe you might get away with it at uh, inter-county level, but like resources is a big is a big issue, like as regards referees. Yeah. One of the things that cropped up in the in the day or two afterwards, certainly being reported, Morris, was the fact that this wasn't in the referee's report. This incident at the weekend, um, look, we're not going to throw the referee under the bus necessarily. But were you surprised that an incident like this wasn't in the referee's report? Given, as we said, Maliki Rook for one was was gesturing the, uh, on the sidelines about it. Uh, that's the first now. I, that's the first I heard of it now, and I'd say at the moment in time, I'd say the referee filled out the report as is. But um, like, it's very easy to go back, and it's the same old adage: like, we'll wait on the referee's report. Do you know what I mean? So he he just filled out his report as is, like, but maybe a little bit surprised it wasn't in it, like. One of the periphery things that has come out of it as well, um, I think it was Robbie Brennan after the match pointing out that the substitutions, and we understand this, the substitutions were made for you know to, to run down the clock, which you know oh, yeah, if, exactly, if, yeah. if you're the team that's two points ahead in the Lorne Club final, I totally understand that. Do you know if I was Robbie Brennan, I'd have done the exact same thing and made you know in making a couple of substitutions to bring the clock down. Does it speak to something that that needs fixing on that front, Morris? Like we saw in the in the, the football World Cup. Recently, the added time being seven, eight, nine, ten minutes to to kind of stamp out that that whole area of time wasting, and and it's 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 a constant issue and thorn in, in GEA. Is that something that needs looked at out of last weekend? Look, the the, the rule is the rule is there that uh, it's a minimum. If they say three minutes, it, it's a minimum of three minutes. Mm. So therefore, when they say a minimum of three minutes, if a substitute is made in that time you're going to add on the time for the substitute. But then what happens, then what comes back is it can also, it can bite the referee another way in that if he adds on, if there's three minutes he played and he adds on an extra minute then because of the substitutes and the, a team scores a goal, everyone then turns around and starts going, oh, well, he played an extra minute. He played an extra minute instead of the three. So referee can win regardless of what happens. But you're right in what you're saying. Are we better off to go down the road of what the way the soccer was? Are we better off that if we say a minimum of three minutes and if there is uh, two or three substitutes in it, then it goes to four minutes or whatever the time may be. Yeah, I think the... Um, is the soccer... Ad- adopting soccer... Soccer is obviously a slight sort of... We're slightly allergic to it in the GA, but that... Uh, you're you're not coming on until you come off. Yes. Can we just do that? That's, like? that, that? that's the way. That's probably the way it should be. Like, do you know what I mean? That makes too so, much sense, though. Mm. For the GA, but that's, the, 
But that's the way it should be, Adrian. Like you don't start the game until the, the player does, until the player goes off and the other player comes on. That's the way it should be. And if the player is walking off or whatever, I'm presuming that's where they get all this extra time in the soccer line. Does the referee like when you Shane asked about the report? It's the only. Sorry, Morris. I know there's a slight delay on the line there. I don't know if you have us now. I just wondered about the point about the referee's report and as to whether is that just are you left to your own devices on that? Like, are you talking to your when you come off the pitch? Are you talking to your um, assistants, the linesmen, the umpires? Is there anybody around the GA or Croke Park chatting to you about that, or is that just are you just doing that in your own? Ah, no, no, no. To be fair, to, to be fair to Croke Park, like it's up to the it's up to the referee and up to the individual to fill out his own match report. Yeah, it's the same in any instance. Like you know, uh, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be fair uh, on on anybody. So it's up to the referee to fill out the match report uh, and and uh, to do whatever he or she needs fit to put in that report. Yeah, just in the sense of it not featuring, and like you would have assumed, if the ref is speaking to as it was on Sunday, his lines, uh, um, his assistants, that surely it's somebody. It's just remarkable that it didn't get, uh, it didn't come up, of course, and that might have um, hastened things on a small bit as well. I'm interested to, see, to hear, Morris, in terms of the the outcomes and the three outcomes that we've been we've been hearing all week as as possibilities. You know, the fine for Kilmacud, the replay, or the title being yeah. stripped from Kilmacud. What do you feel is the is the fair and most likely outcome? Perhaps they're two different things. Well, sure. Obviously, it's, it's the elephant in the room. <laughs> The fairest, the fairest is probably a replay, uh, without without like, you know what I mean. And uh, it's probably not fair on the likes of Kim McCord. Is and to be fair, it's not fair on 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 either either team. But uh, obviously, in everyone's eyes, the fairest is definitely the replay. And I'm sure uh, yourself uh, and Shane would agree, and Adrian would agree that. That is the, the fairest outcome. Yeah, it's just such a absolute mess for everybody, mm. and there's uh, that's the one oh, thing that I think no matter is, what yeah. side of the fence you're sitting on, that's uh, we can all agree on that. Come here, it's the the national league is obviously back this weekend. Are you looking at that now? Because we've had a chat with you obviously a couple of months back about your retirement. Are you looking at that now? Going, oh, the the bit of grass coming out again, and I wouldn't mind uh, if I was on the road this weekend. <laughs> I'll be in. Uh, I'll be down in uh, Wardford uh, on a hike with my wife on Sunday. That's where I will be on Sunday. So I'm going to get to do the things that I couldn't do for the last twenty years. So I'm starting to enjoy that side of things. I thought you were about to say I'll be down in Walsh Park watching, and I was like, "Geez, you haven't left at all." But no, no, that's much better. <laughs> Hike's much better. <laughs> and keeping an unleash on no, that's well. a better excuse, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got to enjoy these times, Morris. Hundred percent. You've done your, you've done your shift, Morris. Ah, look, as I said to you before, lads, I enjoyed my time when I was there. I have no regrets, and uh, look at uh, it's, it's time to move on to something else. Yeah, well, look at on that note, uh, we will chat to you again down the track. Thanks a million. Enjoy the hike. All right, take care, boys. Good luck. OTB. With Gillette, get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.